Welcome back to The Bloom Line. It's your host and content creator, Michelle And thank you for joining us for another episode of the King's Bloom 2 series. So this episode, I'm going to tell you right now. Hide your wives, hide your kids, okay? <laughs> this guest uh, used a tad bit of profanity. And uh, for part two, we censored a lot. So, just hide your kids, hide your wives for this episode. But it's a really good episode. If you can get past, like, the cursing, he shares a lot of great content. So, um, and we organically went into this conversation. This is the first time talking to him. And so, um, yeah, here we go. Anyway, so I don't, is so I'm assuming Brandon is your first name. Yeah, or, yeah, Brandon's my first name. I also go by Beads or Beadza, B-I-D-Z-A. That's my that's my Instagram name because uh, interesting, interesting enough. Sorry, I don't. I'm from Florida. You know, Florida. We talk however the fuck we talk. Um, <laughs> Are you uh, from Florida, really? Yeah, I'm. I'm born and raised in Florida. Yeah. Wow, I'm from Fort Lauderdale, Orlando. Florida. I'm Orlando. Wow, yeah, I lived there for five years. That's crazy. Yeah, so you know, Florida people, we just gonna say it however the hell we gonna say it. We don't talk yeah. normal English. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. <laughs> but everybody else from Florida don't understand that we split our words. So, <laughs> so I when I was in, I went to college in Oklahoma for I had an athletic scholarship, I had a full ride. So, but all my in athletics is different from other sports. Football, American, American, American well, American, I'm in the UK, so football here is soccer. So over there they say American football. So football is mostly Americans. Uh, basketball is mostly Americans. Except for athletics. Athletics is more mostly international kids from around the world. So my best friend, who which was my roommate, from, was some, from Zimbabwe. And my other friends, my other teammates were from, from Zimbabwe. So the letter B, that's how you say the letter B in Shona, which is a dialect from Zimbabwe. So they call me Bidza. So they always called me Bidza. So I just always kept the name. Oh, that's cool. I like it. Yeah, it always, it gives you, it's so weird, as you get older, it gives you that, it just reminds me of back then, it kind of like brings me back, because I'm a nickname person, because, I don't know, whenever you keep referring to someone as their first name, it still keeps it kind of, it feels like government. Yeah. You know? It's impersonal, especially yeah. like for, if you're from Florida, it's like, yeah, um, we, don't call, don't. Even, we don't call anybody by their first name, nah, even never. if they're like a kid, like, what's up, Jit? Like, what up, call, Jit? Like, yeah. Like, little, like, you know, that's how we talk. So, yeah, yeah I get that. I get yeah, that. so you know, also for that first name, you look and feel awkward. That's why I come, you calling your government name. Like, I ain't supposed to do that. Yeah, like, it's offensive. Like, first of all, you don't even know me like that, okay? <laughs> for you to be sharing my government name, like, you, it is, you, kind, you kind of pushing it. <laughs> you know, it's so funny is that that is 100% facts because it's only when you say, Someone's first name when it's like a fit where like we look at you like, damn, damn nigga, you gonna say my you gonna say my government name? Yeah, like, just like, all out in freaking public, like, <laughs> oh, don't do that. Yeah, that's so true. That's hilarious. So it's beads, beadza. Beadza, yeah, like the like beads, beadza. like yeah. your beads and just za at the end. That's what's up. I like that. It's so crazy that you're from Florida because like I I'm not gonna lie. So the like the women have been hounding me about like these men that have been on this podcast. So yeah. 
uh, some of my friends I was showing pictures to, they was like, who are you going to have next on your podcast? Like, who's coming up next? And so I was showing them some pictures of, like, the guys who were coming up next. And yeah. they were like, where you know all these guys from? And he was like, and so I showed them your Instagram. And they was like, oh, my goodness, he's going to be from the UK. So they're, like, describing you. I've never heard your voice before. I didn't know you were from Florida, number one. So they were like, oh, yeah, he's going to, oh, that's going to be so hot. He has an English accent. I have a twin. <laughs> Like, it's weird, because people are going to hear me, they're going to say, he don't sound like he's from Florida, but then he don't sound British. He has, like, this middle-ass, ac- yeah, I have a middle, yeah. I have a middle accent, so, like, some words are going to sound proper British, and I'm going to use British terms, because I've been here for so, I've been here for five years now, so a lot of my, some people keep their accent. Like, I met a dude from Texas, and he still had the Texas accent, but my accent completely just left, because all I hear is British people all day. I don't hear no one from, I don't. I don't even eat, meet American people. Wow. Rarely ever meet an American. Yeah. I, by your voice, I would have never thought, like, you were from Florida or whatever. I was like, but he doesn't sound like he's from the UK either. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's a twang. Some people thought I was Bayesian because it just has this weird accent thing. I can't even describe Because some people think I put it on, but I'm, I have to really tell them, like, no, nah, this is how I talk. When I go back to Florida for a while, then it goes back to normal. But then at the beginning, people are like, why the hell you talk like that? Yeah, because people think I'm full-blown putting it on. And I'm like, no, no, no. Because even my mom thought I was putting it on. And I was like, no, no, no. This is just how it's so weird how a dialect, because when you don't, some people's accents easier are more easier than changing the other people's accents, what I've learned. I mean, but you'll hear it. It's like, that's all you hear day yeah, in hear. and day out. So like yeah, so you your know. mind just. You yeah, know, because it, a lot of British people, when they go to America, they, when they come back, people say they sound more American. Yeah, Every, oh, the only thing like is fuck. But the thing is about um, me going to the UK is that now I have this, because my mom's British, so my mom didn't raise me under um, kind of an American thought process. She raised me as like, I'm a first yes. generation, like, because she, she came from, she was born in the UK. She was born in the UK, but her, her parents are Caribbean. So, you know, like, Caribbean people, when they come to America, come to America in the first generation, they look at Americans kind of different. Yeah, there's no passes. They don't want you to be Americanized at Yeah, all. they don't want you to be Americanized at all. No, no, no. So, where where's your family from as far as the Caribbean? Uh, Jamaica. My mom, my grandmother, yeah, my grandma's Jamaican on oh, my okay. mom's side. But my dad, he's American. He's from Chicago. Cool. This is so interesting. It's going to be this a is... funny podcast because y'all, I don't know if people are this ready. It's going to be hilarious. Because I don't know if people are going to be ready because I come with it different. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. I am so glad because um, a lot of women were anticipating this to be like a male bashing series. No. And it hasn't been that at all. And um, some women, especially like this episode, they've been anticipating so much. I've gotten over 50 questions of just like dating and relationships. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. (laughs) I don't mind. What is? You know, so crazy. Because the thing is for me, I'm not, I'm more of, um, it's weird. I'm more of a, how do I explain it? The way my brain works and the way, because how do I explain this? Because we're going to go deep real quick. All right, I believe different people have different gifts in different settings, and that's just their God-given gift. My God-given gift has always been psychology. So I believe, let's say, for example, if you put a child 
if we have children and we just allow the child to figure out what he likes and we develop them in their own way, we'll have more child prodigies at younger ages because they're doing what they want at a younger age. So some kids like art, some kids like drawing, some kids like music. I like the brain. So I was always kind of like a psychologist naturally. So I always, there's not too many things I don't understand in the world. There's not too many things that surprise me. So I've always been able to kind of break it down for some people to, I've always been able to help people make sense, make things make sense. Sorry, I went on a tangent. <laughs> no, you're fine. Now, I think that this is going to be a great podcast because people tell me I should be a psychologist all the time. And I'm like, because um, I study the brain. Right. Not like in a traditional sense, no. but I did it. Um, number one, I just, I feel like you, like I've always had a sense of awareness mm -hmm, of mm -hmm. certain things and things just didn't make sense. And I can break them down to like a childlike mm -hmm, understanding. Mm -hmm. never knew where that came from, yep. but I started to think I was crazy. Yep. So I started researching the mind, like me and Google and yep. YouTube and books at the library um, were best friends. Cause I was like, why do I feel like, I understand this person, and I don't know them. Yes. And mm -hmm. I'm able to, before they even finish their sentence, I'm like, okay, I already know the problem. Yep. I already have a solution. Same. <laughs> so, yep, in the same way. Yep. So, I, and then I, I really wanted to master myself, too, um, mm -hmm. learning about why I did certain things and, like, you know, working through my own trauma mm -hmm. when I was young and didn't even know that that's what I was doing. Right. But... Right, you know, right, so, right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, it came through a form of creative expression, but like, you know, I didn't realize it now that I'm older and I understand, you know, I'm going through therapy now and like learning like, oh, crap. I kind of like, yeah, that's what I was doing when I was young. I learned. That is a God-given gift. You're right. You know, I learned, I knew I was crazy coming from Florida. So being from Florida, <laughs> you don't, you don't really know that you're crazy until you leave the state. That's a fact. So then you're looking at people like, oh, I thought this was normal. And they're like, no, no, it's not. So my best friend, because he's from Africa, I and he's the one who really caused me to be more, not really more, more self-reflective because Florida, we're crazy. Like we are, we don't, we're out there. We'll yell, we'll cuss, we'll flip a car over. We don't give, we don't, there's too much just we don't even care about. So in our personality, we're very expressive. So let's say going through relationships, I'm in the room. And I'm snapping, man. That man, fuck this bitch. You know, she don't know me like that. Da 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 da. He looks at me. He looks at me. He just starts laughing at me. But but he doesn't realize that that's in that moment that made me stop. Like, damn, maybe I'm tripping. Like like maybe I'm really tripping. Let me pull this shit back and think for a second and re and recheck myself. But it's instant over the years that caused me to have a constant check system in my head. Mm -hmm. And most, because most people have to realize that their truth isn't always the truth. Can we say that again? I'll, I'll, I'll I... say it. You're ready. I don't know if you're ready. <laughs> <laughs> you better lock your seats in. Can you Because <laughs> I'm, say I'm that coming for the ass. <laughs> I tell people all the time. I said, I always say, most people don't look for the truth. Facts. They look for what they already believe to be true. Yes, facts. They look for things just to confirm it. And facts. I'm like, do you know that that's not the truth? Yep. Like, 
I don't care how many people on Instagram that liked it, shared it. Like that don't mean that that is the truth. Absolutely. Oh man, it's gonna be a great conversation. That's what I'm talking about. Yep. We're on the page, yo. <laughs> we are on the same wave. Yes. Okay, so number one, how old are you? I am 29. Damn, almost 30. Shit. Dang, you about to be in your 30s. Like, is it this year? Mm-hmm. Wow. So, oh, wait. Do you just realize you're about to be 30? Did you, I you always not going to do, do anything? I always do it, but then I don't really do No, I'm not going to do anything for it. I'm not, I've never been a person that's been about my birthdays. It's so weird. <clears throat> because, I don't know. Birthdays are so funny. I... I some people celebrate a lot. I end up reflecting a lot. Mm. So I end up reflecting like, damn, where have I came from? So a lot of times is I almost get real introvert during birth. I don't really, it's so interesting. I don't even tell people my birthday. I don't, you know, like some people answer me like, oh, today's my birthday. I don't say shit. <laughs> I don't say a damn thing. Because also too, it's me. You know what I've realized is that if you really care about someone, you'll hit them up anyway. Me right. telling Instagram, what is that professing to everyone about my fucking birthday? No one gives a fuck. No one. It, they're just gonna. They're just gonna say happy birthday in that one second, and move on with their thought. You get what I'm saying? So, so right. is it how how much genuine love was really sent to you, pronouncing your professing your birthday to everybody? How much real love? Facts. Because you're gonna get well, it. I threw myself a 30th birthday party because I was so ready to get rid of my 30s. I was like, my 20s. I was like, oh my God, girl, you are so young. And Isn't young. it? Like, just, just let them go. I was so ready to get in I my have a 30s. Question. Did you feel, did you have any depression or anxiety at like 28, 27? Yes. Yes. God. Damn, yes. I just went through that Very shit. much so. And it's not And that's about. the reason why I was so ready to let go of my 30s. Number one, for women, it's it's different. Or maybe it's not different. It's just that we value different things, no, it's I different. guess, it's as different. far as it's men. No, okay, me, so yeah, it's different. Yeah, yeah. It is. Okay, I yeah, so no, I didn't want to say because I don't crazy. know no, what no, men no. go, I don't know what men go through. Above. So, it's, okay, well, so for women, it's different, mm-hmm. you know. We're thinking like, oh, yeah, you know, we would have been married by now, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. having kids and, you know, well set into our career. And when I turned like 27, 28, I let a lot of crap go. And it was more so like, oh, crap. What I thought was success, it changed for me. What I thought relationships were going to be, all that changed. It was like, oh, crap. Like, what is next? That's when I started going back to Christ. And right. so there was a lot of things that I let go of that I thought were by the time I was 30, I was going to accomplish. And I was like, oh, no, this has nothing to do with who God needs me to be. Yep. So it was just like, And you okay. know what I like, find is yes. that because my perspective bad. is different from a lot of men because I don't really have a lot of male friends. I have a lot of women friends. And also, too, I was, I've been a personal trainer for a while that I, most of my clients are women so I deal with women on the I've dealt with women from 15 to damn near 80 <laughs> so I've seen the walks of life and it's so interesting how 
I don't know how much men, I don't know if men get the same anxiety as women do. If, if a man, if a man, I think it depends. Okay, I'll run it like this. Some, as you get closer to 30 as a man is when you start feeling inside yourself about family. If, mm, if right. you were raised that way, if you were raised that way, if you're not raised that way, you're just thinking about yourself. And sometimes a lot of your 30s, you're not even realize you fucked up. You, until you're 30, you didn't realize you fucked up your 20s. Because when you start seeing other people where they should be, you're not there as a man. You get what I'm saying? Right. So going into 30, men are either happy where they're at because they're making the money, they got everything they need, or they're about to get insecure. Because in their mind, they're not where they are career-wise. They're not where they are woman-wise. They're not where they are financially. So you, so where I've noticed with women, it's almost like it's a lot of it is the family dream. And that the yeah. family dream is not happening as, as how they dreamt as a teen. As a teen, I'm supposed to be married by 25. I'm going to have my kids by 26. Oh, girl, I'm going to be up I in here living. I don't want to be 40 having I, a baby. I, I, yeah, I my baby's going to be popped out by 30. I'm going to be sipping mimosas at 35. They're going to be out by the 40s. I'm chillaxing on the yacht. And, and they haven't realized that that's not how the world works. That's not mm-hmm. how anything works. One, one thing that's so interesting like with, with, with women that I'm finding is that that's Joe. That's Joe. I'm telling you, it's Joe. Sorry about that. <laughs> I have a friend coming over because I'm doing this. <sighs> you know when you're trying to make so many plans with your life when you try. Yeah. <laughs> um, what I'm finding is that with women is that because. All right. I won't be. All right. I'll kick it honest with you. I find that when women get closer to their 30s, it, two things either happens. They get upset about. They either get upset where they are not career-wise, they either get upset where they are not family-wise, or they get upset about both. And it's not... It's not easy to stay in age. Joe. Hold on, give me a second. Joe. I gotta tell him to shut the fuck up, sorry. (laughs) Joe, you gotta shut up. I'm on the podcast. You gotta be quiet for like an hour. All right. So, I'm just letting you know now. Shit. <laughs> so, with, with women, it's like, okay. You want to know, I'll be honest with you? Women break my heart for the most part. And I'll forever say this. Women break my heart day in, day out. It's actually hard to be friends with women. There. Because I've watched women sacrifice themselves for things that will never bring them peace and they don't know it. Wow. And I've watched women sacrifice their souls into men that never will believe in them. That's crazy. I thought you were going to say like your past girlfriends or like all of them have broke your heart. I'm like, oh, that's pretty deep. Yeah. That's... I've. I've watched it so many times I can't even count in so many different aspects of women just about to reach for the stars and they turn around to sacrifice it for, for a guy who could give a fuck less about them. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
Yeah. That's and not I, even gonna lie. I was there once in my twenties. Like I was on the brink, like literally, right there, about to go to the next level in my career, and I gave it up. See for a guy who huh? ended up giving. Huh? Who who end up getting the girl? He told yep. me not to worry about pregnancy. Okay, okay. Now so, do you see why, as a friend to women, it irks me when yeah, I see women get no, lost in I the could... sauce. I see a girl busting her ass, whooping names, fucking kicking it, especially sisters. And then when I see a sister get lost in the fucking sauce, oh my god, you want to pull my head back? It, mm. And it happens so often. It happens so fast. Yeah. It happens so fast that they don't even realize that they lost themselves. Mm. Child, <laughs> I believe it because I lived it. Yeah, yeah. I'm never going back there again. Like no, because it, it, it's almost like. And then too, as women reach the thirties, they feel like it, there's this pressure of 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 what's happening because women have to also understand is. Times are different. What worked for your mother, what worked for your grandmother, don't work for this time. Technology changed. The internet changed. World has changed. The dating scenario has changed. So the moralities that we think that our parents are going to work under in those type of relationship establishments that our parents were under aren't the same dynamics. Thanks. So you can't think that, you can't, the fairy tales of what your grandparents fell in love with, yes, it was lovely, but that does not happen on this day and age as often. One thing we can spit down facts. Men are only as accessible as their accessibility or as their availability. So, booyah. If there's a broke motherfucker and he can't afford much, well, I guess his availability to women ain't that much then. Mm. Well, I guess if he, can get, if he can afford a little bit more and he can drive a little bit fancier, smell a little bit better, look a little bit more good, I guess his availability to women is a little bit more. So... A lot of women are saying, uh, and, and, and the thing is, too, is, and, and, and they can't help it. The brain shows that as history goes on, we tend to forget the pain that certain things happen to us, and we only end up remembering, remembering the positive things, unless if it was a very traumatic experience. So a lot of times is we, we are fantasizing, and we have this nostalgia of the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, and the 90s. Honey, if you talk to them women there, them Negroes were cheating just like they were today. I don't know what you're talking about. That <laughs> <laughs> whole family. Papa got a Papa was a rolling the stone. Rolling what stone. the fuck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so why I don't know why women have this idea like, oh, the men back then were so heroes and they just stood by their women and are you crazy? Yeah, they build houses and <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck you smoking? Not, not I. <laughs> no. No, that don't work. I don't know who's, if you really asked your grandma or really asked what was going on. What she went through. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You, ain't, you ain't asking the right question. You don't know the you yeah, you you history. <laughs> if you know your history, like, you ain't asking the right questions. You ain't asking the right questions. Because if you really ask the right questions about your family, the truth will come out. It wasn't so sweet. <laughs> Not yeah, 100% no. of the time. Especially my grandmother. My grandma used to always tell me, um, she got into a car accident and she could never mm. like she has like phobia of like driving right and so her husband would drive her anywhere but 
if it wasn't for that traumatic situation, she would have never been so codependent on him. Yep. But um, there are women who grew up in that time where they don't know how to drive. They don't know anything about the finances. The husband took care of Shit, everything. Shit, that was my grandma. And when he passes away or something happens and he leaves her for another, you know, and young you thing stuck. or like whatever. Yep. They don't yep. know what, what to, to do. do with their lives. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bro, mm-hmm. ain't nobody trying to go through that either. Like, you know. Right. So, and that is yeah. because women and mothers have always taught their daughters to sacrifice for their husbands instead of also live their own lives. And it is as equals. That is a cold, hard fact, especially uh, like I'm Haitian. My parents mm-hmm. come from Haiti. And I always tell people. It's not that I have the intentions of, like, catering to a man or appearing as if, like, I'm, like, ultra submissive. It's what I was taught by the things that I saw, and it was, like, second nature. So it's something that I have to learn how to scale back on to know that every man doesn't deserve that type of treatment. But it was just so natural. Especially when it's like, when they come home... When they come home, the food is on the table. You take off their shoes, like, you know, whatever, whatever. Like, it was always very catered to men. And the women always had to, well, if my brother didn't clean the cups, you're the female in the house. So you're responsible for it. You're supposed to do X, Y, and Z. Make sure your hair and everything else is, like, up to par so that a man can look at you. Or even if it came down to one time... My brother told me never give a man a reason to put their hands on you. Like right. it's just like certain things. Yep. That's like what? Like yep. I don't understand. Why is it that it's always me, 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 me who yep. needs to get certain things in order to be this quote unquote prize? Right. It's like, well, right. Are men right, being held to the right. same freaking standard? Oh, men are hunters. Okay, so yeah. can I not be one too? Like my ovaries are speaking to me. Like see, and I wasn't raised. Some people used to get me backwards. I'm so pro women that if you under the right tone and context, some women, some women used to think I was a, I was a womanizer because I was hard on women because I was raised by an alpha woman. So I have I, my vision. My in my eyes, women are warriors. They're not submissive. So that's the standard that I was raised under. So when I see very much submissive women, I look at them kind of. In a we in a different eye, like because uh. my mom don't play that shit. Yeah, and my and to, and to <laughs> survive, yeah, she ain't having that shit. And to survive, she couldn't have that shit. To raise two kids by herself, she couldn't have that shit. So I'm not. So whenever I see it, I find it so interesting. Of the, we're reaching a new era in women, where, mm-hmm. oh, can I procast this? on your podcast 2019 is the what a time to be alive for women i'm just gonna say that this summer women are gonna go crazy women are gonna be shaking their ass from the tops of the heavens down to the flow <laughs> hey <laughs> i'll tell you now <laughs> because yeah i think now i i see what you mean i think a lot of women are reclaiming their power this year and you can feel it. it's yeah. in the air Yep, you can it's see, happening. You can if you if if you can pay attention to it, 
and you watch women enough, you can smell it. I'm talking about when mm-hmm. Drake and Future had What a Time to Be Life. You hear like clubs were different. Strip. I'm talking about women. Are, this year, it smells different for women. They went. Black women are going to go off in a different manner. <laughs> Facts. I believe that. And, and I, I think really it's a different. That. It's a different age. So women. It, Joe, you too damn loud now. Goddamn podcast. I can hear you in the back now. If I can hear you, they can hear you. Calm down, son. Give me time. Give me time. Just chill, baby. Just chill. I got you now. I got you. <laughs> so tell now, him to chillax, man. I Find a book to read. <laughs> we didn't want to hear all you started from. Sorry. You, you, you can schedule this out. Give you a little time. Hold on. Let, let the man get the started from so I can finish my sentence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you, brother. You all right? You all right, brother? I'm just making sure you all right, brother. You all right? All right. I got you now. I'm here for you. Let me know if you need anything. I'm here. Thank you. Hello? Thank you. Hello? Hi. This by far, I'm going to say right now, is the my, the funnest episode I've, I've had to date. Go all ahead. Right. You I tell you going to call me right back. I'm on that. Okay. So women, it's at this point where I'm noticing women, you have these two, you have different types of women and archetypes. I believe in the term archetypes because there's something, an archetype is something beyond cultures and beyond stories and stuff. Like, let's say like the story of redemption or like the story of motherhood or a story of like, you see like when the mother goes for her kids, like there's certain stories that go amongst things. And I think women is you have, you have the archetype of a woman that wants to get that old school way. Oh, cater me. I have to cater my man. Now you're having the archetype of women warriors. And now you're having women art intellects that are now being appreciated and women creatives that are now being appreciative. It's just now, it's almost the sense though, but it, the dynamic is what's going to worry me. Where, okay, I'll give you a flip side. I'll give you two stories. My grandmother and my mom. So my, my grandmother, my father's mother, basically got married, uh, had my dad at 16, met her, met the dude that she knew when she was a kid at 18, never left his side, right? Always got taken care of. Now, my grandfather was a hustler. He was a street dude, but he was an honorable guy. He always made sure there's food on the table. The kids never know what type of dirt he had to get into, but the bills were always paid. Always make sure the wife was taken care of, right? Now, in the Chicago, back in the times, there was, there was pimps, pimps and prostitutes. Let's keep this a buck. So there would be women that would ask my grandfather to be prostitutes for him because so they, they liked him so much because he, so, he, he was a chocolate brother. So he was smooth. He was smooth than a motherfucker. Let me tell you that now. <laughs> you know, them cho- you can talk about the Morris chestnuts, chocolate. Yeah. Oh. To the top, out with the base in the okay. voice. So you know women are all moist. <laughs> so, yeah. Women would sell them, women would do things for him just to be with him, to take him from my grandmother, right? At the end of the day, in that household, they've always had this establishment. We, we are not going nowhere. This is my woman. I will never leave this woman, right? Now, when someone, my grandmother can always have left my grandfather because of his lifestyle or what he had to do to take care of the house, right? Who catches the stroke first? My grandmother. Who's, who stayed by whose side till he died? 
my grandfather. And it was actually my grandmother's stroke that caused my grandfather to gain weight for him to pass in June. So that's one story. So then we have a flip story. My mother, my mother is pro-black to the fullest, pro-women to the fullest. So much where I need my space. I'm always about my space. I'm always about this. Uh-uh, don't fuck with this too much. But now she's getting older. What's haunting her is the past that she'll be alone like my grandmother, her mother, who died alone. So those are two stories, and I don't know if people ever understand it. What I'm trying to say is that it's two mentalities that I'm watching women have. There's some women saying they've been so damaged by men that they would rather secure by themselves. They, there's some women that had dreams of full families, white picket fence. They, they would love their man to the fullest. But men have haunted them so bad that they just locked that whole dream off. I'd rather just be alone for the rest of my knees caps fall off because I can't take the shit. I can't take the pressure of a man doing this or hurting me again, which is all, all understandable. All understandable. But then there's another side that also always kind of looks for how do I explain it? Always kind of always is open for love even though it has damaged her but still doesn't take the piss because don't get me wrong, my grandma can cut you. She, she'll, she'll, she'll see the bitch. She don't play the shit. <laughs> but she always was still at the end of the day is I will never leave this person. Yeah. Yeah. So you're seeing with it with women right now that it's, I don't know, man. I think, I think, to be honest, from my observation, I think this is, you're going to see the most single women at 30s you'll ever see, we've ever had in history. Yeah, I think that, um, I think it's going to be like that for a while. Yes. Um, <clears throat> but I also think that after a period of time that it will shift. That I think men shift. will raise to the standard of like being respectful, honorable, like men who don't think that they can just be out here doing anything on their own. Right. But you also have to, but also women have to realize is that, you know, this patriarchy shit is just getting switched up now. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's just now getting shooken up in 2018, 19. we, We were still back in the old school thinking, even in 2012. So, okay, there's so many boys that end up being men with the wrong mentality Thanks. that it's going to be a whole generation till the men act right. Mm-hmm. Because it took generations to make the men. You see, it's so, women want men to change. Do you know how many generations that took us this way? Hello. Do you know how many of our grandfathers told us that, that women are bitches and never give these women your hearts? Our own grandfathers would tell us this? Yeah, it's going to take a bit. It's going to take a long time to change. It's not an overnight process. The first step is, is, is where women are taking it. Now we're like, hey, man, put your hand, don't put your hands on me. Don't. You see, I like this stance now that women are having. We are equals. Treat me as such. But then, and too, I will not be accepting anything less. But also, too, is thinking psychology. You have to think. All right, so I'll break it down. You have you have regular psychology. We have one to one. 
Then you have like sociology where it's groups. When everyone, someone first deals with a conflict of themselves, they don't, so you're either going to be two ways. They're either going to accept it or they're going to fight it. But then long, but then as they settle with themselves in their own confined spaces, they end up realizing that that's the truth. No different is, is on the small scale, on the large scale when it comes to men. What you're watching is that when men on the whole scale are having to deal with their truths and they don't like it. Mm. It's not, I'm going to be honest with you. And this is from an aspect because I've, I've, I've lived, I feel like I've lived so many different, I've, because I've lived in, lived in a different country, lived in a different state. It feels like so many different chapters, especially from like how I was raised. I've, I'm so 180. When men, okay, women will never understand why mo- men are monsters. And men don't truly understand why they're monsters. And the reason why men don't understand why they're monsters is because they were never o- told to be okay with the pain that they were first suffered with as children. Mm. And that it stays in the core of them and that they have to make other people feel like they were when they were children in that suffering. And they themselves can't escape the pain. So that's where like the double standard comes from? Yes. See, women where don't understand. It's okay for men to go out and Yes. But it's not, it's being it, a straight hoe. I don't necessarily, well, okay. I'm, I'm a firm believer of not necessarily double standards because I believe women should just go ahead and pop that pussy anyway. Because women got higher sex drives than men, if you want to be honest with you. We're going to keep it a buck. Because women in their 30s, is, women, that's the women, okay? They just hide, they closet freaks. If women, if women can, if women can throw it like they want to, oh my God. With no pressure. Yeah, with nobody. Oh, yeah, with, no, with nobody with no saying, pressure? oh, you are. No <laughs> You're right. You're right. <laughs> it would drop Like, if nobody, if uh, nobody was with saying, no oh, you look like you're a hoe or like, no, it's, it's, yeah, sure, it's fine for Shit. you to go and be sexually fluid or like whatever. Yes. Like, Why not? if there was like no standard oh. that women had to like uphold, Oh man, yeah. Oh, no. I, it set off. Yeah. Men don't even know they hold women back. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even know they hold themselves back. It will flow from the heavens to the bottom. Uh, yeah, that's because true. Women always yeah. want women because when women are comfortable, they're more free. It's how comfortable women are. Women's comfortability are based off how free they are, how free they feel. That's and I'm telling. So, so I'm always been a firm believer of. Because when I've dated, all right, this is how I, and this is, this is how I date. I always tell, and I, because art, and I'll tell you why I date like this. And this art, I have to explain this dynamic. So it's complex. That's why I started, I have to like break it down in my head. Mothers never, women never showed their sons the pain of what men put them through. So they never understand what their mothers actually went through. So they never understand not to put women through the same. My house was different. My mom couldn't hide. So when my mom would be, I used to listen to my mom crying all night, listening to fucking Cry Me a River, listening to being depressed. I used to see my mom in the hole for days on end, having random breakdowns. 
And my mom used to break down and say, Brennan, you see how these men do me? Don't do women like that, Brennan. You see how like these men make me feel and they're fucking me up bad and sending me into depression? Don't do women. Don't do women like that. So that's always stayed in my head as I can't inflict someone else because I've seen my mom cry. Not every man was afforded that luxury. So not, not every man is empathetic yeah. or has an understanding with a woman. On because the flip they, side, yes. men are telling them, don't care about their feelings. Like, right. If they cry, tell push even them vice away. Versa. Like, I'll even know. give it to you because I'll even give it to you and I never want to put it on the basis of women, but well, there is men in the home that need to also show. But when, when there's a single parent and there's only the mom, the mothers have to be transparent on what the fuck's going on to their children. Yeah. And really what they always emotionally say, I don't want to make my... I, I don't see? want to take my kids through that. I see? don't want them to see me feeling weak. Right. I have to be strong for them. Right. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it makes it, it makes it, it makes it, it, it fucks up dynamics because one, it makes your one mother not human. It makes your mother a god. So then you never relate your mother to women. Mm. So then you always are in a, so women are always wondering, how can you treat me like shit, but you love your mother? Because my mother is my god. You are not. She's my queen. Right. Oh Where... my gosh. Pause. Mm-hmm. You always ask, um, ask a question to guys like, how could you like treat women like crap as if you don't have a daughter or you wouldn't want a man to do that to like your mother mm-hmm. or your sister mm-hmm. because they hold them to a, a standard Separate. where they are yes. not Yes. Considered women like yes. that's my mom. Like yes. that's my sister. Yes. yes. I don't see them as yes. oh my goodness. That's wow. There you go, ladies. That's the answer to that question. You yes. they used to always say, like, if you have a daughter, would you want like you right. know a man treating your daughter like that? Would you want me to date some would you want your daughter to date a man like you? Yep. And they'll be like that's my daughter. I'm gonna yes, make sure I yes. tr- I uh treat her right and teach her how not to pick a man like me. What? Right. right. Wow. Right. Wow. Mm. Right. Because they separate. The, they 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 compartmentalize everything. What you know? What the most thing is when women realize that men don't really like their ass, and the men that you date, some of the men that you date don't even want good for your ass. That's when you're, they're really gonna be revitalized. Mm-mm-mm. you'll shred all the bullshit a lot of the bullshit uh, and all right we're gonna keep it a buck can we men men settle women pick there's there's 10 because you know why you hear the quote oh why don't you try this guy uh he's just not my type aka he wasn't setting my coochie on fire it just don't work like that <laughs> mm-mm no, he's cool. He's nice, but mm-mm. it ain't setting me off. No, yeah, my ovaries are not. Yeah, it ain't pumping. Baby yeah, yeah, right yeah, yeah, yeah. It ain't pumping. No, it ain't pumping. It ain't pumping, baby. <laughs> I know it ain't pumping. Yo, yo, can't hurt. He's so sweet right now. He's sweet, <laughs> but I'm it ain't pumping. Him. To him. Yeah, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, you. Yo, this is accurate. This is so accurate. It's funny, you. you guys. I'm so sorry. I don't 
mean to be laughing a lot on this episode, but he's hilarious. I'm telling you, it ain't pumping the same. And it's not the woman's fault. She she instinctively just has a feeling inside her of this ain't it. See, but the thing is, though, is that women aren't doing the questioning. They're going into their already making their own fairy tale, fairy tales, sorry, fairy tales without truly understanding who the fuck they're dealing with. Mm. So you fall in love with a man that you don't even know does he even like women? Mm. <laughs> you don't even know if he likes women. That's Whoa. a hole, and you up under his arms. Okay, just so falling asleep. Pause real quick. Yes, ma'am. So yesterday, like, I think it was yesterday or the day before, I was having a conversation with uh, some of my friends. And um, there are women who have issues with, like, their men opening doors for other women. That's wild. And I'm just like, That's... that doesn't make any sense. Do you want him to be uh, a man that you know respects that women? Do you know or do you just from? want him to be a man that respects you? Mm-hmm. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Because the woman's insecure that she can't keep that man. Uh, okay. Because deep down, she doesn't want her man to show affection to another woman because it feels like it holds a different place than her and that she has to be the queen in his heart. Yeah, I'm just like, if my husband or my guy sees a woman struggling with something, like, if he's not going to go help her, we're going right. to have a problem. You're right. sleeping you on the couch. You see? You see? You see the standard that you have that a man should be always chival to a woman on what's going on in scenario to a woman. Facts. Like... So you're not it's, gonna so you're not gonna offer to help? I'm gonna but, pop in the back of the head. Like, what are you doing? Right. Like what no different from my mom. If my mom saw an older woman uh needed help, she would slap me like, what the fuck you doing? You grown. Yeah, you, like mm-hmm. if you don't hop, skip, and jump your tail over there. <laughs> and I'll even give you something even deeper. Not all women want their men liking women. That's so weird. That's an example right there. I don't like my man being too friendly. I don't like my man being too nice. Because you're scared. Insane. So let me ask you a question. Um, What is it with marriage that Mm -hmm. is like not really a topic? This was one of the questions that women submitted like during the dating phase marriage is not really something men like to talk about um because we don't fully know if you're the one so we cannot plan that far ahead because we aren't that comfortable with it and if a man generally isn't comfortable with it he would just rather move it to the side than really confront it right so he's like oh let's talk about something else (laughs) yeah yeah that should be your number one sign. Like, we ain't on the same page, baby. This ain't going to go. Yeah, this yeah, this ain't going to work. <laughs> yeah, it ain't going to work, my G. It ain't going to work, my G. I think sometimes, like, I feel like when you're just having a conversation, because I think, like, I would not have that conversation on date one or two. Never. Like, you know what I'm saying? Never. It's too early. It's too soon. To be honest, like, I think women should date a, after a year. You need And to be honest, actually, to take this 100, 100, 100, if we're talking marriage, right? Marriage, we're talking marriage, right? That's something that's lifetime bond. Oh my goodness. That's a contract. Talking about eternity out here. Yeah, you get what I'm saying? So there's no rush to the marriage if we're talking eternity. 
I also don't believe like okay, make her wait for ten years. No, no, no. Don't don't no. take the piss. That's taking the piss. Because nigga, you know what the fuck you need to do. Stop bite the fucking bullet and be a grown man. Put your big boy pants on and go do the goddamn thing. Right. But and honestly, getting to know someone. No, I think I think women bite the bullet too fast, and women don't ask the right questions nor know who the fuck they're dealing with. Then once they get married or or quote unquote the real him comes out or. Oh, I didn't know this was him. No, honey, this was him the whole time. Your ass was just not paying attention. Facts. I always do you feel like during the dating uh, phase, there are just certain things that are just off limits. And I'm going to give you an example. Like sometimes, um, like I would prefer not to date a guy who smoke. Okay. That's just my personal preference. Yeah. Um, that's just my personal preference. Um, not saying that I won't get to know somebody who does smoke, but right. during the dating phase, I'm just getting to know you. It's not yeah, relevant yeah, to me that you smoke. Now, if you decide you want to pursue a relationship with me, then that's completely different. Bingo. Then we're going to have a conversation. Bingo. So, Bingo. like, I think sometimes women, like, they don't take the time to, like, I just am freely getting to know you. There are no strings attached. Yeah, no strings yeah, attached. Yeah, my, my ovaries are having a fit, like, they want to smash right now. But at the same time, I don't know yep. who you are, mm-hmm. sir. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So and it's I not wrong to... with that. Okay, because I'm just like, bro, I'm trying to help my sisters out. No, nah, nothing's wrong with that because like, I, I would prefer a woman know, okay, because, okay, I'm for women sexual. I feel like a woman should, if a woman wants to walk up on a buddy and say, hey, I think you're cute, Wagwan, that's her fucking business. She wants to hop on it, she can hop on it. And she shouldn't be dictated on how many sexual partners she has. That's her business. And that's her freedom. If, why we, women should be able to have as, have as many sexual partners as she wants. But on the flip side, she also needs to know and she has to date. How the fuck are you going to know? How are you going to get someone to marriage if you do not date? If you are a puzzle piece, not everyone fits your puzzle. You know what amazes me about women? You know what the fucking craziest thing about me, women, right? Some... Some women would just accept anybody that fills their puzzle piece. How the fuck do you know this motherfucker works for you? How are you that adaptable? This shit don't make no sense. You see, so you just work for everybody. Yeah, you so just fit like fits. a goddamn glove. <laughs> Wait, you need to no stop. Sense. I'm, it don't make no sense right now. You it don't make no damn right sense. Now. But no. you're right. Like they, it's that check mark. Like you know, it's like, oh, he got this, he got this, he got this. Even though you're compatible, it doesn't mean that things are gonna nah. be working for like the long run. A lot, like, of, a lot of the shit is is what makes it. It's the personality of the man. Because let me tell you something. Not all men are gonna be up on their money all hundred percent of their life. Not all men are gonna be poor hundred percent of their life. Man, that's a fact. And if you don't know the character of that man, you can have the most money in the world. I know. I know. I know men, I know monsters with money, and I know saints mm. that are poor. Facts. It's just, it's just what it is. Because, so I'm not saying, and I think women, if, if a woman is successful, she has a standard of a man. But also, too, is she should understand the caricature of a man. That's what yeah. sets the difference of what makes a man. Um, sometimes it's the circumstance that he's in that's, that the world looks like it's, he's against. But the caricature of him is that he can, take a, he can do it all. But he just needs yeah. the right. But he and also too is finding a man that his character is loyal. Do you get what I'm saying? Do you understand what loyalty means? Like you didn't even check. Like you don't even have a check mark on. Like if you look, my my home my home girl Rhodey should say, I don't know I don't know if you're about me because I know if you're checking for me. 
Do you check? Do you check that I eat? Did you check if I'm thirsty? Did you check if I'm all right? Does my head hurt? Do you ask me what's going on with me? Oh, so you just worry about what the fuck's going on with you? The NBA. Right. Today. All right. Cool, then, my nigga. Cool. Yeah. Cool. All right. Thanks. Appreciate Thank you. So, women. I realize women aren't doing enough check marks. So if they women wonder why a man isn't compatible, is nine times out of ten, either you haven't reached to the level of evolution to meet someone that's compatible on your level. So you're meeting everyone that's on your level. That's so because I'm a firm believer that you'll always meet people at the level that you're at. And if it didn't work out, something inside of you fit that level and wasn't and it wasn't meant to work out for you to evolve. But because you don't evolve, you keep meeting the same type of dudes with the, nice. with the same type of guy, just different name. If you ever wonder why, if a woman ever wonders why she's meeting, why am I keep meeting this? Why, does, why is Tyrone acting like Mike? God damn it. I just, <laughs> fuck, man. I just went, I just, I met him in a whole completely different area. The motherfucker is a, he don't even, he ain't even the same type. He light skinned this nigga chocolate and they still want to act out. This shit don't make no. Okay. Because you haven't evolved and leveled up your brain. And, and evolved yourself, evolved yourself to reach the man that you're supposed to meet. That's it. That's 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 what it, it, nine times out of ten meet that. When you're at the right level inside yourself, you'll see the right level. When you're not at the right level inside yourself, you're always gonna meet someone that's off. That's true. People can only meet you at the level that you're able to meet yourself. Let me tell you. Because because. If you think of dating as this person is going to prepare me at the end of the day for the next one, if this doesn't work out, every relationship, you get better and better and grow and grow and grow but to a more pause. Complete. I mm-hmm. know you be seeing those memes on Instagram about women talking about, I'm not about to build him up and prepare him for the next woman. 1000% because the <laughs> motherfucker's not loyal. <laughs> <laughs> You can't fucking build up stray dogs. What the fuck's wrong with you? That's you picked up the stray dog. At the end of the day, you got to realize where you pick up your dogs, baby. <laughs> do you Best. get it from a breeder, or do you get it from the pound, or do you get it from the stray? Right. <laughs> and I always tell, like, that's another. Con- Let me tell you, we have been talking about these conversations for so long. I've been picking people's brains, really trying to find out, like. Like, what's really going on in a dating scene, you know, the in dating 2019? It is crazy. It it's is like crazy. Fucking, it's like Woodstock 99. Woodstock. Oh, my goodness. 60. It's like everybody's either super sensitive, super yep. conscious, super yes. in tune with their chakra. Yes. Or, like, people are just and faking uh, it. hidden. Yeah, you know, and faking it. Like hidden and quit it. Like it's yep. the same old. Yep. Like, yep. oh yeah, I'm not paying for a meal. Like we're yep. going Dutch. Like yep. I'm like, oh, it is so frustrating. It's like, bro, can y'all can y'all just have a conversation that is outside of social media or not like superficial? Oh my goodness, I feel like my soul is starving in 2019. I think you're going to see more people's souls starve as it gets more because the phone is no different from the TV screen and we're just vegetating. So you kind of miss one-to-one true connection and truly lack it and truly understand it because we're so vegetating in front of a phone. And as well as, sorry, the women's dating, the women, all right, 
it's kind of hard because, all right, men became more accessible. Women, women became more accessible for men. That's, that's just the, that's the only switch that happened. Oh, you ain't trying to fuck? Cool, calm, bet. She gonna do it. That's the, only, that's the, that's the thing that's changed. See, but you also have to realize is that, and it's hard to say, it's, it feels bad to say, generationally we're fucked. But generation we came from fucked up parents. Right. We have yeah. yes. we have, we we came up we came up from a very dysfunctional well I remember having one of the most everyone that I was raised with was dysfunctional in some way, shape, or form. Majority yeah. of the kids that I knew had a level of dysfunction in the house or they there something was off with their ass. And now we're just all adults having to deal with each other. Yeah, trying to figure out how to right. <laughs> work through right. all that stuff. Yeah. But I think it's interesting enough, the men, okay, men are always late to the party. Realize that. You see how yeah. women start having empowerment groups, and that's mm-hmm. coming from men. That Those conversations are happening for men. But you have to realize men aren't so, okay. Excited about it either. No, because it comes change. <laughs> Yeah, because because you have to also realize no one told me the guidelines on how to be a man. Now I'm just learning at 40 how to be a man. And I've learned the whole way wrong for the whole time. You'd be pissed, too. You'd not kind of want you could be kind of set in your ways, too. If you thought for the whole your whole life how to be a man and you learn that. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I'm not supposed to say female. I can't say female no more. I can't say ho. Hey, Hey, Red. Hey, Red. Hey, Red. (laughs) I can't say red no more. I can't say yellow. You see what I'm saying? I got to say her name. Yeah, it's so like years. I've I, years. I've been taught this for so long that this is how I'm supposed to do it, because you have to realize boys, just like women are not taught, it, but also too is, and this is how this, and you can help me with this dynamic. Women are also not taught how to navigate, but from my perspective, it seems like women are set to be the prize and set to be chosen. Yes. Uh, so, this is my issue with that. I'm sorry to cut you off. I and I, I think that's the reason why this one lady kind of cursed me out in my DMs and told me that I was kind of making uh, a platform. Like she was like, "Oh, I, you know, I respect the platform that you're creating for men, you know, so that they can share, you know, their personal journeys, whatever, whatever." But she feels like I'm creating one that makes excuses for men. And no. I, I'm like, no, I'm not. And one of the things I said, I happen to believe that men are equally the prize as women are. Like, mm-hmm. there's not a woman that's going to not marry a prize. Right. Like, he has to be bringing something to the table to where, like, okay, he's my equal. We can do something together. Like, a woman is not freaking marrying the house mate like no that's not the yardsman is not getting married like mm-hmm. if she's a queen she's a prize like she's most likely going to find someone compatible in a sense where she could be like okay i can build with this person so there's a lot of crappy niggas out there of like course. that's not doing nothing with their life that depends on a woman to freaking raise them to take care of them that don't work that there are a lot of men who are not living up to standards within themselves as a person, as a human, right. as an adult. Because they weren't taught that. Because also, too, we have to realize, at the end of the day, unless your mom was tripping, your mom was in your house. 
not everyone's father was in their house. Mm-hmm. So there's, you have to understand, was, did, the boy, did the boy have an example of men or not? You get what I'm saying? Like, how are you going to date a man, but you don't know? He, he, all right, I'll run this down. Okay. Hum, I believe that us humans, we're animals at the end of the day. That's just how we run. We still have instincts that are just very animalistic, right? Men, in a way, kind of are like dogs and wolves in a sense. Where men have an alpha. And that's who they aspire to be. So it could either be the rapper, it could be the athlete, it could be the intellectual, it could be the womanizer, it could be the dude that got the most money, it could be the dude that got the most chicks. There's a standard in a man's man in a man's mind on who he needs to become. So you're not just dating the man, you're dating who the man inspires to be. Wow. And that and so long term, you don't realize you're just dating the inspiration. You just dating the inspiration of the child, of the boy. You get what I'm saying? No, I understand. If the boy wants to be a hustler, he thought Tony Montana was the best drug dealer, I'm going to be out here in these streets, fam. You get what I'm saying? I'm going to sling this coat. Because what I, what I, I wanted to be the boy with the money because I had no money. So the dude with the money got all the clothes, got all the girls. That's me. You get what I'm saying? Then that's who you become. Vice versa. I want to be the business 500 guy. I want to make sure I, I, I have oil in Dubai. I want to make sure I have a full and accountant business. That's the man who you inspire to be. It's already been set in your head. A lot, and a lot of women don't truly understand that. So who, who, is, their, who is their inspiration? Who is their kind of like father figure? Yeah, who are they aiming to be? Right, right, right. Right. Because it may not be somebody you're going to be happy with 10 years Oh, uh, ex- t- Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Vice versa. Because right now, women are saying, like, I don't need no broke nigga right now. I, hey, broke, if you're broke, I don't want you. <laughs> don't come even sniffing my way. <laughs> yeah. And I don't blame them for that. But they also have to understand that that personality trait comes with a price. Facts. I think for me... um, I'm just really waiting until we get to the stage of where we see each other as people. Like, mm-hmm. everybody has their whatever they got going on. But it's just like, okay, if someone doesn't work out, cool. Don't be hating on the person or or beating them down, talking about, oh, you know, oh, girl, he was broke. I couldn't deal with no broke man. Right. Not knowing, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, not <laughs> knowing that this man has been through some stuff. And right. you happen to meet him in a transitional stage, right. and he's like, "Yo, this man was broken." Yes, and it's like, God dang, like yes. you know, it's like that type of stuff. Because, Even for women, right? There's some men who don't want to deal with women who are career driven and who are things like that. But you don't understand where that come from. She don't want to be another person that's just reliant on a man. Not saying that she would never not like scale back and allow you to be a man or like, you know what I'm saying? Run the show, be the head of the household. But you got to find out where that came from. Yep. And do she plan on being this way her exactly. entire life? Yep. Most of the time it comes from like fear of being like, you know, having nothing or, mm-hmm. or like, mm-hmm. you know, she's mm-hmm. just utilizing her time efficiently. What is mm-hmm. she supposed to do while waiting on this knight with shining armor to come and get her? Like, right she's career driven she's, right. she has goals like yes. 
and like, they I though. wish people and could I want just... women to be that way because also too is there's a lot of women waiting around for a man with a check. Yeah, no, we're coming. not doing that. We, no, they, hell no, hell. We, Trust me when I out. say <laughs> he can come right on the loan because these bills, baby. <laughs> I will be happy to hand them off to a man who feels like he can take care of them. Like, right. ain't nobody trying but to see, take care of these bills I, by myself. And I've known because <laughs> the thing is too is being from a gym. I've in the gym in gym culture. You have to realize it's interesting. In gym culture, there's no gym culture. Everyone has to wear gym clothes, the poor or the rich. So I don't really see class, really. That business suit you got to put on, you got to take that shit off when you're in the gym. I like that. I like that. So I've been around a dude who has a million in an account next to a dude who sells drugs. They work out right next to each other. (laughs) So... Being around men that make a lot of money, you have to realize many the, the the dudes that I've okay, and I can give you an example I've known from the even Africans that I've known. The the dude the the dad that's grinding his life out to make sure the family has a name or the family has money and for everyone to survive and not have to work. Ask the children nine times out of ten how that dad is. He's never home. Because he's, cause he's what? He's building for the family. That's true. A lot of the times, because yeah, so you have to realize what devil you pick. Just what, what, what angel of a man you're picking up, you're picking up a devil with what you're dealing with. Just like what angel of a woman you're picking up, you're picking up a devil. Everyone's got, everyone's got a gift and a curse on them that comes with the scenario. And you got to know what you signed up for. So yeah, you may yeah. have a man that's, that, that's all over the place. Because, all right, you may have a man that wants to make money. What happens when he has to fly to Dubai? Oh, you may like Dubai. Have you really been to the Middle East where everyone wears turbans? Or everyone mm. wears hijabs? <laughs> it ain't the same like you think it's America. <laughs> so you get what I'm saying? So the, it comes with certain sacrifices. The man that, may, the man that be, may not be home while you're raising your kids because he's got to take care of business. Yep. So there's always going to be a trade. Yeah, women who like, oh, I want a man who makes six figures, blah blah blah. Yeah, but do you know what comes with that six figures? Okay, Okay. he he may never be home. Then you're gonna be, oh, I wish you had more time for a date night is obsolete. Like, just be careful. Be careful. Just be careful what you ask for. Be careful what you ask for. Exactly, because there's always another flip of the side of the coin. Some, nice. some dads that were always home, they couldn't fully take care. They didn't make enough, but they're always around their kids. Some parents that built yeah. the empire for their children, they were too busy building the empire. So you have to realize what type of man you're dealing with. If you want a man that wants to build an empire, you sign up to those terms and conditions by all means then. But then on the flip side, when there's certain lonely stages, don't have no problems. Thanks. Vice versa. If you want a man to always be around you and always support you and this, that, and the third, that it, it, he may have to sacrifice himself. Yeah. What I, I, you cool, I, I found you cool with him working at Home Depot? Like... No, but listen. If, if I'm a firm believer on on one boosting the other, because like prime example, one thing I love is Denzel, his wife, and their son. The mom. It's in. The, it's even in the tone when when people are thinking Denzel. Denzel's looking like, oh, it wasn't just me. I couldn't work for ages. My wife was already the top dog in her, in her field, and I was the one being poor, and she was the one supporting me. Let's just get this straight. 
Whenever they interview the son, the son will check them. Uh, hey, it ain't my dad. <laughs> my mother is well accredited. Don't get this shit twisted. Right. So you get what I'm saying? A family can be based on a strong woman and the strong woman's being the lead and everyone, and it's a support thing. That, see, that's what I was raised under. So a lot of times is I used to struggle in uh, dating because, to be honest, there's two things. I'm not family-oriented. So, all right, I'll give, you, I'll give you an example with trauma, for example. I was raised in a single mother home, me and my twin brother, then we wasn't around too much family. I didn't really have, I wasn't around a lot of cousins. I wasn't, I wasn't, you know, everyone's, everyone has, everyone's close to their cousins. I barely even saw my cousins. So I've dated women where they ha- they're so fed. They have family game nights. They have movie nights. That shit gives me anxiety. Because that's not who the fuck I am, fam. I'm not used to being around all these motherfuckers. Right. I'm not saying, I'm not, I'm not, man, I'm not used to saying, hey, the cousin Ben, uncle this, uncle, I don't, hey, I don't know these niggas. Because in my world, it was just me. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, <laughs> 1,000. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm a bust to you 1,000, you know. <laughs> I used to. I don't know these niggas. <laughs> I don't know. They're cool. <laughs> so, it, it, so, being, so, it's like, I had to see it in myself that I call myself a rug rat. I, I was a kid that was always out. I wasn't selling drugs or anything, but I was always out roaming in the streets and all that. So I'm kind of like a street kid. So I not I don't have to have like a street girl mentality, but I can't. I'm more of a girl with dealing with girls that had trauma in their lives or don't have very good family structures in their lives. Does it make sense? We fit. I generally fit better with women like that, and we're always on the same page because we're both. I'm an outcast. She's an outcast. So we just outcast together. You get me? I've always felt awkward if I'm an outcast with someone who's so home dynamic and family dynamic and all that because it's not who I am. So a lot of people have to realize who you... One, you have to know who you are because a lot of people, what I realize is that they don't even know who the fuck they are and what the fuck they, what they like and don't like and what they can or can't stand before they want to put anyone else into the equation. They barely like them damn selves. People can't even sit in silence with them damn selves, let alone you want someone to sit in silence with your ass. Honey, no one got time for that bullshit. You don't even like yourself. Honey. <laughs> it don't make sense. I just never get that. So let me ask you a question. So your experience because of like your past, would you like now, would you like not date a woman who is family oriented or you just like... I kind of still keep that still the same because I just know how I am. Because I know it will always be weird with me. Like, it's so weird. Like, now in my mind, I'm willing to make a family and make kind of like my own type of tribe type right, shit. Right, create your own. Right. Okay. But that didn't happen until I didn't even have those type of ideas as, until I became an older type of man. Like, I, I'm still, and I still count, like, I really count dudes in their 20s as boys. I still count, like, you're not really a man until, like, 25 or so till your brain starts getting better because you don't, people be wilding out. Like, and they don't realize, but they think, like, I'm an adult. So they make childish behaviors for adults when you're an adult. So they, ha- so they accept adult behaviors to be like children. When you have to separate, it comes a time where you have to evolve yourself and be like, well, so I don't believe in the term, like, some dudes would be like, oh, man, I can't wait to breed that girl. I can't wait to have that girl have my kids. I hate that talk. I don't like that talk. I don't like that talk. <laughs> Because that tells me where you at as a man. 
what already well that's good it's good that you like know yourself and now have grown to the level of like knowing that well an option for me is to create my own little right but know, see it took me it took me it, almost when it's your kids that. and it's your family then it's different you know you know you're right because i think as well as that it, it took me to about going to 30 to feel like this even at 25 i would never i would damn shit me i refuse to think about family oh no i was more about that's why i even moved to london because I was worried about my journey. I was worried about myself. I would never, I never got into relationships with women because I never wanted to get to the point where I knew I wouldn't stay in Florida. I knew I wasn't going to stay in Oklahoma. When, I'm back, when I went back to Florida, I knew, I knew I wasn't going to be here in Florida. So I never wanted to bring a girl along the ride because it's not fair. I'm a, I'm a person that believes in fairness. So I'm not going to, just don't get me wrong. I have wasted some time. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but I'm not on average going to, I don't sell dreams. I don't believe in oh, I want you to be my girlfriend, and we're going to... No, because in my mind, I'm on this path and journey that I have to complete with my soul. And wherever that shit goes, that has to go first. Right. So people have to make that type of... it's not right to drag a woman or... Right. It's It's not fun to drag people, you know? And that's the problem is that everyone's in this dragging each other type feeling right now because everyone's hurt. Yeah, you have to be allowed to die. Right. Just so you know. But the thing is, too, is everyone's not admitting that. You know what's so funny with this game, with the social media game? Everybody's not, every, everybody's sensitive a little bit, you know. But everyone likes, want to have, everyone's like hyenas picking at each other. Mm-hmm. But you're not that, you, you're too sensitive to be starting shit. Sit your ass down. If you sensitive motherfucker, just shut the fuck up. Act like you're about to tweet it and just delete it so you just felt like you tweeted it and you got it out your chest. Because if you're sensitive, don't be out here like that. Because, because you know what it is? It, it creates a system of nitpicking, nitpicking, nitpicking. Everyone's on this 80-20 rule, 80-20 rule, because everyone, everyone may have the 80 go get wrapped up on the Instagram thinking that Instagram's the new 80 and it's only 20%. Mm. When half the time, you ain't going to like the ass either. I'm a firm believer because I know I don't I know I don't fit with people, right? I know I don't fit with everybody. So I know also too I'm very observant of everyone's behavior around me, especially especially if because I'm so it's so natural, I'll pick up on someone's behavior. So I already know that I'm not gonna fit with everyone. And even in dating, I'll be honest with you, and let me keep this bit above. It's not easy for men to be loyal, you know. Loyalty is not a trait that's so natural for us. Because, to be honest, in, the, in this game of life, we're not loyal to too many things. We barely loyal to our homeboys because we can barely trust their ass. Mm. So, so we barely loyal to our father because our father barely even fuck with us. Some of us are even barely loyal to our mothers because we feel like our mothers had to go out, be out, and make it all the time, and they were never there to support us. So who the f- we don't know nothing about no fucking loyalty. We just try to act like we know. So, so being a man and being loyal is not, it, it, it's a thing that's inside of him that he has to be and he wants to be, but it's not just that women think it's just every man is the knight in shining armor that has the loyalty and they'll fight for their family. Not every man's built like that because not every man was shown like that as a kid and not everyone man likes, aspires like that is, is different as well as once they get in a relationship, it's not that it's, it, God blesses the man. Like I remember when Jay-Z used this reference in 444. And with, on Family Feud, 
And married men, like my boy, my best friend's married. The dude that I was in college with at 18, he married the girl he was dating from 18 with. So they're married. And we always have this discussion. And it was a reference to Godfather about being loyal, about how the dude in Godfather wasn't loyal to his wife, how he wasn't loyal to his wife, Beyonce, and how the lack of loyalty was causing Beyonce to probably end up with miscarriages all the time. And that God blesses the man that's loyal to the family. At the end of the day, God blesses the man that's loyal to the family because God knows it's hard and it's very hard in that man's heart sometimes to stay. And he has to fight those type of demons in his head to mm -hmm. stay loyal. So he's blessed at the end road. But not all men know that life lesson <laughs> and not men don't know that. So do you feel like that's how that's where it comes from, like uh, the lack of loyalty? how men don't get like emotionally invested yes. in sex and it's just like oh yeah it's just sex like i'm not doing anything it's not really that big of a deal yes because also too is look who if no one if 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 no one speaks okay because i can give you an example women talk about sex with men in a more romantic sense than men talk about women that i've noticed from my personal experience, where boys learn, girls is like, oh my gosh, I lost my, like, how did that feel? Da da da. How was it like? Men are men are talking sleazy in a sense where, oh man, it, it's a game. And you, it, it, it's a game to them. So then it's almost like catch them all. Oh, you got this one. You got that one. You got this one. How is this one like? So the boys taught he a boy that's insecure about his sexual not his sexuality but his sexual expression. And, and, and if it's okay to have sex with women like that, he's then pushed hard to want to have sex. If, if, if you're not fucking from your age, dog, he ain't lost his virginity yet. Oh, we joking on him. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So he's mm -hmm. almost shunned to be, so he may, feel, he may feel like to be a little bit softer with women or understand women, but now he's pressured to, maybe I need to treat women like my boys treat women because I'm outcasted now. I'm the funny one in the group. For me, from a very young age, sex, sex used to feel dirty for me when I was young. I didn't like the feeling of it. I always felt awkward with it. And, and I, think because I, if I, was, I think because I wasn't emotionally invested in it in my very early stages. And I'm a person that needs emotional attachment. And if I don't have emotional attachment, it, it feels like dirt. I just feel dirty. Yeah, I just like, oh, dirty. I, don't, I, don't feel, I don't like it. But now let's say in my young ages, me telling my friends that, they'll clown my ass for that. Oh, you gay? Oh, you must mm. like men. Why? Yeah. Why are you awkward? Why does that feel dirty to you? You get what I'm saying? So you're supposed to feel like a man. Yeah, right, right, right. Where not all, so all men are trying to are being forced into these stupid ideologies of what men should be and what men are, because nine times out of ten, the kids even lost in the pack. I know a lot of boys who go to their fathers and their fathers were drunks, or their fathers were on drugs. So they don't have no, well, I know or some fathers with, or in jail, or the father wasn't even home because he had to go get the bread all the time. Then when he come home, he don't want to fuck with you because he's tired. Yeah, or he have a family across town. Hey, yo. <laughs> so just so I understand, so a lot of men are, a lot of men don't realize because men have egos and because men have been told that they have to have an ego to survive and have to have an ego to have women 
and have had an ego to make it in life, it's hard to come down off of the top of the hill to say that you're suffering and that you're hurting. Just like black women. Black women know that. Black women know that a thousand fucking percent. Because they have to be the strongest one in the household. They got to make sure everyone's okay. They always got to make sure everyone's the house, the, everyone's in the house is taken care of. The houses, uh, the, the top, the roofs on the house, the foods on the table. But who's gonna take care of of uh, Superwoman back when the when the doors closed? Who's gonna Who's gonna take care of of Superwoman when when she's sick? So, and a lot of times is a lot of our mothers don't. A lot of our mothers hide the trauma that they have and that they had and it fucks them up in their older years because they've never been able to let out the trauma. Right. Because they just ignore it. I think that's how it's possible for men to commit to like, they don't like literally commit to having a baby, but there are men who like go and have kids. Yeah. But they will not commit to a relationship. Of course. Of course, because in their mind, they, they haven't seen a functional relationship. So there's no such thing as fairy tales. That's a fairy tale in their mind. Like it's not real. It's not real. <laughs> That's crazy that you say that. Last guy I dated, he used to I I would go and visit him and he used to touch my arm and be like, "Yo, like you're really here." Yes. It it, it was almost like yes. I'm like, "Why do you do that every time yes. I see you?" And he was like, "I don't know, it's just I'm not like people don't go out their uh-huh. way to do stuff for me like it was almost like he was waiting for me to be this like you know yes crazy female and I was gonna flip on him and I was like bro I feel like you be testing me like I really do feel like you want me to cuss you out right now no you know because it's like in his I'm a fairy tale like it it seemed like I was unreal yes yes and it scares the crap it's too good to be true yeah I'm I'm in heaven now I feel heaven on earth. It's not. Yeah. You have to realize some people in their mind, they're so used to feeling the hell that, they, they, that it's not normal when everything's good. Wow. That's what it is. He used to tell me he was so scared. He was like, I'm scared. I'm like, yes. What? Like, yes. 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 Wow. Yes. That's absolutely right. Yeah. Because it just now things feel, I can, I can let the guards down now. I've never had to let, you know how long it took for him to put up the guard. Now it's okay to come down. I don't even know who I am without it. Do does that make right. sense? I don't wow. even know who I am without the armor. So now that I have to put it down, I don't know who I am. Who's this new person? Yes. Yes. Wow. So then I get too scared and I have to put the armor back up and I fuck everything up and I run out. Yep. Wow. So that's what toxic masculinity is. It's an yes. armor. It's a yes. sense of pride, ego that men have lived with for so long that when it comes to that challenge of letting it go like they're at self-discovery mode like i don't know who i am i don't know and it feels like crazy so some men would rather die than let that go because it it truly feels like death because it's evolving it's going into a new man some men some some men ain't comfortable letting the old selves of them go and women don't truly like people don't understand that and cut that is the first part of this episode i hope you guys enjoyed it please send me your comments follow him on instagram it will be on the description box also connect with us on instagram at the bloom line on all 
social media platforms, send me your emails. We actually got an email. And I think I'm going to do like an episode where I read an email and like respond. So I think that was uh, also something that was suggested. So we might explore that in the near future. But until next time, you guys, be good to yourselves, be good to each other. Peace.